Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the podcast where a bunch of grown adults talk about kids in brightly colored soccer uniforms <laughs> kicking a ball around, and ideally into a net. Uh, my name is Mike, I'm taking over hosting duties, because, uh, you know, Zach's having some trubs, and that's just kind of what happens. Zach, uh, Zach has cartoonish mishaps, and then uh-huh. I step into the host seat every so often. <laughs> uh, joining me, uh, we have Simone. Hello. We have Emily. One, two, three, four. Carlos, please don't get that score. <laughs> <laughs> and we have Fabi. Hi, what's up? I didn't think of anything funny to say. And uh, I'm that's not, okay. I'm not in my fuck you nerds mood, which I was like two months ago, based on how we record these. Um, Hi, I'm cute and soft today. I'm not like yelling at you to to listen to my podcast or I'll throw your phone. <laughs> I mean, uh, you, you can't you can't throw uh can't throw Zach's phone. There's no point it's, to it's it. It's already thrown. I mean, wait for him to fix yeah. it. Oh then yeah, you can throw it. I, I, I I didn't see all of that, but he got phone glass in his hands. Oh, that was no. bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'll be it'll be a funny story. Wh- whoever's around, make sure to make him tell it when he comes back uh-huh. uh, next week. Um, <laughs> um, we we love him, but boy, howdy, does he get hurt so easily? Um, so this was kind of a last second thing. So I don't have a Taborfec Museumnum all ready to go, but I love how but, casually you just sprout that off mm-hmm. your lips. <laughs> He's an expert. <laughs> it's 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 a it's a cycle, a vicious cycle, you might say, where I make the pun worse. And then I struggled to remember it a few times, and then it just it just I have it after that. You just got to say it a few times, and it rolls off the tongue. Um, but I, d- I don't have a new segment this week because I didn't have enough time to find anything. Um, and uh, well, th- there was there was something that happened in the Power in Your Sphere, but I'm neither I nor anyone else here really feels qualified to talk about it. We'll save that for next time. Um, but yeah, so what we are going to talk about though is that this is actually a, a pretty important episode in the grand scheme of things mm-hmm. uh, because it introduces uh, two of the rangers, two of the characters who are going to become rangers in a bit. 
Uh, we're going to meet Carlos and Ashley. I'm pretty uh, impressed they actually introduced them that early. Yeah. yeah. And also not all at once. Like, we meet two of them here, mm-hmm. and I think we meet the other two next time? Mm-hmm. Question mark? Or um, at, at least, if not next time, closer to the, the changing of powers. Yeah. yeah. Which I think it's coming up. I think. I think. Oh, yeah, it's coming up. I think the idea is that uh, Carlos and Ashley are from Angel Grove, and TJ and Cassie are from out of town. Because I remember a bus mm-hmm. scene where the, the other they, two first show up. I don't remember the details. Are they from exactly. um, Stone Canyon? Yeah, that's maybe? what I was wondering. Because apparently they. <laughs> I think they might be. Yeah, they bring back Stone that's Canyon. That's pretty cute. Yeah, anytime they have yeah. to introduce new rangers, apparently, because they remembered that that's when Adam <laughs> and company were from originally, but. Well, we're, we're going to get into it some more, but again, Stone Canyon is pretty consistently the only other city that exists in this world. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. that's right. And I mean, in in, in like in our established well, canon, to be fair, in they our went established to canon that like every every did, competition in the sporting to... event is uh, yeah, but the, it's not like they, they went to Australia, not, like... not Hawaii. Sorry, <laughs> it's a big mistake. <laughs> it's not like Australia is like another town. Like Stone Canyon is the literal only only town nearby. Yeah. Based on but, uh, the show, but there, there's like our previously established canon that that uh, Stone Canyon is is a hellscape, and every sporting event competition is like a Stone Canyoner's chance to Cans. become an Angel Grove citizen. Mm-hmm. That that honestly, that canon head canon became a bit more tenuous when we got to the last couple of seasons, and sporting events started happening every other week, uh-huh. as opposed to in the first couple of seasons where like it was just once in a blue moon. <laughs> Um, well, well, I mean, but yeah. what if what if the Power Rangers world is like a reverse Mad Max, where like Australia is the only place that is good? <laughs> hmm. Maybe, maybe. Uh, but what what I wanted to talk about is uh, two of the people here have actually seen uh, this season before, even if it was That's a long right. time ago. Yeah. So I want to know, uh, Simone and Fabi, what do you two remember about these characters? Uh, Simone, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, well, I remember that, you know, Carlos and uh, Ashley show up to replace Adam and uh, Tanya, respectively. Um, don't remember all that much of them besides that, I'm sorry to say. They don't, they're like, they, so they they stick for the second half of Turbo as the green and yellow rangers, and then into In Space, where Carlos becomes the black ranger, and uh, Ashley remains the yellow ranger. And well, that, uh, well, doesn't Ashley? Now, I didn't know what ranger color she was, but yeah. I do remember from Linkara's History of the Power Rangers videos that um, Ashley ends up with like the Red Ranger of that series. So it's kind of interesting yeah. that Carlos oh, yeah. and Ashley have a thing in this episode, but mm-hmm. she clearly isn't fated to be with him. Yeah, I guess they hadn't decided that yet. But, I mean, Andros didn't. Well, exist obviously, yet it's at like not point. even that season yet. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I guess they decided to actually do some. Development and not have the what the one pair of rangers stay interested in each other the whole time through, which is actually nice. It's more the way humans work, but you know. Um. Well, d- despite <laughs> their uh, insistence otherwise, the show does not plan especially far ahead yeah. for anything. I-, I really don't remember all that much from their personalities. Besides that, I mean, I I know Carlos is pretty much takes Adam's spot and. As far as I can tell, pretty much Adam's personality. I I looked up Ranger Wiki real quick for them to re- like kind of refresh myself on them. And one of the first images on Ranger Wiki of Carlos is uh, him with vampire fangs and sunshades, and it's labeled Carlos is <laughs> a vampire. It's pretty good. You should go look at it because I can't I can't wait for that episode. Um, 
besides, besides that, yeah. Adam's personality, but like he seems like really cocksure and arrogant, which is yeah. I would not I describe actually, Adam like that. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I feel like it's going to be one of these things where he's like that because this is the first episode we see him, and then it kind of fades into him just being a stock ranger character. But I'm not sure of that. Uh-huh. I, like I have very little memories of this. Is we're, we're getting in, into kind of the zone where I only remember well maybe one or two rangers per team and i'm sorry to say carlos and like i literally didn't remember ashley's name or face until i saw her in the episode today i was like oh yeah that's right that's her okay so it would be kind of interesting to have uh another ranger who is not the red ranger but is just really overconfident and cocksure yeah because i don't think we've had that since zach no that's right yeah and i'm pretty sure tj the red ranger isn't overly confident, uh, especially in the, in this season. He might he's a little bit leader ish, but next season he becomes like the tech guy because he becomes yeah. the Blue Ranger. That's right. He's like the mechanic of the spaceship kind of. Yeah, I- I'll say uh, he feels a little bit better as the Blue Ranger than the Red, even though TJ is cool. Like, yeah. actually, kind of like, like him TJ, a lot. TJ. But, yeah. I like all of these these four Rangers. Oh yeah, for sure. Five if you count Andra, uh, Andros. I think they're good and like for. Okay, should I go now? I'm sorry, did I interrupt Yeah, you? go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. So, I remember a bit more because I watched... I don't know if I've said this, maybe I said in my first episode forever ago. I watched up to... Uh, um, not SPD, not Overdrive, Reparation Rescue, Lightspeed Rescue. Uh, originally, when they were airing, and then I caught here and there other seasons. Um, so, this was still in the middle of me watching every Sunday on Fox Kids on, like, the three channels in English we got there in Mexico with, like, Bunny or Santana. Um, And I remember all of these Rangers. I liked them a lot, all of them. So what I remember what Carlos is like, yeah, he is. At least he projects to be, like, hockey and, and, like, uh, together and like knowing what he what he wants and what he's trying to do, but the main memory I have of him is the episode where Adam comes back actually, where he is like everything's going bad for him. He's not sure if he should be a ranger anymore. He's having like a huge like uh psychological not psychological but like existential crisis. And then Adam shows up to like, hey, I I left you here in charge because I believe in you type thing. Um, so that's a little bit of both of the things we were saying projects like an air of sureness and, and, and arrogance, but maybe it's like inside actually kind of, this is all from memory. So I might be completely wrong, but inside he's like more, more scared and more afraid. And then Ashley, it's one of those that I don't remember her at all from turbo, but once we moved to, to in space, she kind of becomes girl with everything that yeah. comes with them. I mean, she, um, in this episode, she kind of like is just girl because she's like yeah. the cheerleader and she's kind of it's a interesting. mini love interest for Carlos here. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting that she's like, and I think that might stay complete. I think she is like the more feminine, quote unquote, like the more like typical pink ranger yeah. of the two. That, that's the thing is that. I remember Cassie is more self-assured and tomboyish, mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah, that's what I want to say. She, yeah, Cassie, I'm pretty sure is like smart and builds things. Maybe. Oh, Cassie's amazing. I love her. 
Cassie's uh, great. I remember <laughs> she has painted hair and was cool. And it's one of the, I think, maybe. Um, but yeah. I mean, it's a, it's at least a reversal to have like the pink one be that mm-hmm. and yeah. the yellow one be the girly girl. Because that's yeah. been pretty solidly the other way around so far. Other seasons have done that. Like, um, in, in uh, Mystic Force, um, the Pink Ranger's kind of like a punk girl, which is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, I feel like, wh- honestly, I feel every time that they're not sure what to do with the Pink Ranger because the Yellow Ranger is like the romantic interest, they kind of just either make her punk or like super smart or both. Um, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get that. I mean, why not? We'll get to Operation Overdrive in 20 years, and that's a bad <laughs> season, in which I like the Pink Ranger. Because uh, c- she's like a punk scientist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, near as I can tell, uh, most of the bad seasons have at least one standout character. Oh, yeah. I know there, there yeah. was like the, the, wasn't it like the Super Mega Force, the Yellow Ranger everybody really likes? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Gia. Oh, Gia. Sorry, let me just get yeah. rid of that. How could you? How unprofessional of you. <laughs> I know. This is, this is a professional, professional enterprise. Mondays. I know, I'm the worst. I'm sorry. <laughs> Love you. Um, um, uh, girl, romantic interest, I think she has like, I think what we're gonna like, I hope, is that next year or whenever we're recovering in space, I remember her having actual good chemistry with Andros compared mm-hmm. to the chemistry we tend to see it's mostly tommy honestly it, it's it seems like at least they like they put enough like towards it like cat and mm-hmm. tommy and well even kimberly and tommy were just kind of like mentioned here and there and it wasn't like a big plot but um mm-hmm. i remember that andros and uh ashley here have like more of like a a build-up like a more of a mm-hmm. burn you know mm-hmm. if i remember correctly it's because andros is our first edgy boy like actual edgy edgy boy because he's like ah, i lost my sister i must find her and right, then he's focused then I, from she, a, yeah from what i remember andros is like trying to be really stoic but he comes off as really na- naive and he doesn't understand humans or at least earth humans yeah, really well and you and know. she and she helps her and she helps him and yeah they, she like opens him off and softens him up and stuff mm-hmm. so we might hate it but you know here's hoping yeah, I'll, I'll say yeah. this much. Like the the new Rangers are the ones that move on to in space, which is an actual great season. So I can't really hate them from, like by default, they're they. I know they end up somewhere good, so it's fine. All, all these characters are good by me. And they get to hang out with the Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. That's Wait, gonna happen. That That's right. Yeah, that is That's in space. space yeah. Oh, God, that reminds me. Is that the end of the Psycho Ranger saga? Anyways. (laughs) We need to to, um, do at least one bonus episode on the new mutation before we get there. Yes, 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 We have have a year. We have a year before we need to deal with... I mean, the thing is, I'm real bad getting around to things. Remember when I said I was going to do the entirety of Masked Rider as bonus episodes, and then I did one of them? You were so young and and foolish. (laughs) And full of life and zest. (laughs) Yeah. Um, anyway, that was before the Roni times. I mean, I mean, I could still theoretically go back and do it, but fuck, it's been forever. I was gonna say, wasn't the, the kind of the problem that you wanted like Julie on the show, and then you scheduling was weird and everything, something like that. Uh, anywho, it's enough of that for now. Um, y'all ready to talk about this episode? Yeah, sure. Okay. First, so I want you all to, to know on um, Michael's questions post, I voted Ball because. Psh- 
dog. <laughs> no one's gonna know it. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, actually, we should uh, we should uh, issue a, a clarification of some sort uh, because I remember uh, uh, during one of the Sentai footage bits. Uh, Elgar was riding around on a, a jug of some kind. You're calling me mm-hmm. out? I was going to bring this up myself, and now you're calling me out. Um, I absolutely am. Zach asked me um, what the jug's deal was, and I said, like, oh, I just, I don't know, it's just the thing he rides. Um, apparently that's the thing that the Wumpers come out of, and it's supposed to be, like, reminiscent of, like, a, um, it's 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 like an octopus trap. It looks like a big pot with octopus in it, you know, octopi, oh. I guess I should say. It's and like- the Wumpers are, like, octopi-like creatures, so... Yeah, there's there's Man, a there's a bus in Mario RPG. Sorry, it's I mean to be fair though, really like it doesn't. It's just some random fucking jug. <laughs> like he rides, <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> sometimes the jug is just a jug, and sometimes the jug has wumpers in it. So, yeah. and can fly, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Makes All sense. Right, so, so here we are. We're here to talk about uh, Power Rangers Turbo Season One, Episode Fourteen. A drive to win. I really and we open on a. I, I, I was gonna say I hate that this is a car pun, but this episode has nothing to do with cars. It's this should have been a soccer pun of some kind. That's a lazy title. Oh, for I know. This soccer it's, drive. It's, about, it's about winning, which is what the game's about. It's yes, about, I, it's about I know. Carlos's that. drive to win, like it, it fits. And also, <laughs> there's gonna be motorcycles, so you know. Yeah, and sure. Lightning. Motorcycles. Um. But yeah, so we we called open with some music, and uh, thank you, thank you to <laughs> Ranger Wiki. I'll be shitting on you for something later, but for now, uh, thank you for pointing this out. I was trying to figure out what to do with the music was in this cold open, and it's a piece of music from VR Troopers. They're reusing <laughs> VR Troopers music in this uh, scene, which is, you know, I, I w- was VR Troopers done at this point? I'm genuinely not sure because, like, like so the Gold Ranger for last season was was VR Troopers guy, right? VR Troopers lasted one season, didn't it? That, that, I think that, it got two. Okay, let me check. Do, 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 I'm do. looking late. And yeah, I think it got two. Yeah, I, two that, seasons. I, right. I think what it was yeah. is VR Troopers, Big Bad Beetleborgs, and Master Rider each got two seasons. Yeah. But each of their seasons were shorter than a Power Rangers season. So they... F- like so, in Power Rangers terms, they got one season. Pop. Uh, like I, I like how you say the these seasons are shorter. VR Troopers had two seasons and a total of ninety-two episodes. <laughs> this is pretty long already Jesus. for a two-season show. Okay. Uh, well, I, so, I don't know yeah. about Beetleborgs off the top of my head. I know Master Rider yeah. only got forty. So. Pa- so Power Rangers Turbo is from ninety-seven, and you were yep. saying, Simon? Yeah, VR Troopers ended in February ninety-six, so it was over for over a year by then. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so we open on a soccer field, and basically the first thing we see uh, is one of our new characters, Carlos, and he's got that good, good long '90s hair oh, going. Yeah. Boy, howdy! It is greasy and floppy, and everything you want out of long '90s mm-hmm. hair. Um, I watched this episode with my boyfriend, uh, and they were like, "Oh, bimbo!" No, no, sorry, himbo, himbo. The moment they saw him, they were like, "Oh." Himbo. That's a himbo. <laughs> That's not too far off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty accurate. And then, uh, yeah, he scores a goal because uh, they're doing soccer practice. Uh, and he runs up and, and shakes hands with uh, his soccer coach, Adam. <laughs> Who's a soccer, a soccer coach, coach by the way. Of course yeah. he is. He's, he's in between being a stunt worker. Yeah, and, right. Yeah. Um, I was, I'm, I, so this is, if not the first, the first that my 
my boyfriend and their boyfriend were kind of watching during it, so I have their their commentary in mm-hmm. my head as we mm-hmm. go, and they were both very upset with the fact that he just graduated high school. First, that Adam looks like he's still in high school, but mm-hmm. uh, and I was like, no, he graduated like literally eleven episodes ago. <laughs> it was like he just graduated high school. He's already the soccer coach, and I was like, oh yeah, one of the other Rangers graduated high school, and now she's a TA. Yep, and they they were very upset. Which by a TA and a radio DJ and a professional. Uh, auto racer. Of all yeah. of them, the radio DJ and the professional auto racer are the only ones I buy. The professional audio, I mean, the professional audio racer, the professional car racer, because uh, it's Tommy's uncle's uh, car. Mm-hmm. And yes, that's and nepotism. like just nepotism. Yeah. Well, fine. And the radio DJ, because I was. I have a job at a radio station straight out of high school. So, yeah, I believe that. It's really commendable that he's um, doing this race car driving while studying for paleontology. Yeah. He hasn't changed careers yet. <laughs> it's, it still feels weird because we've these characters have always looked like grown-ups. Because they've mm-hmm. always been grown-ups. Yeah. But we've constantly been told that they're teenagers. And now at the last minute, just before they leave, we're told, hold up, they're adults now. I just mean, take our word they, for it. They, they don't I look mean, any different. Like, they don't like behave or sound they're any different. Like but they're grown-ups now. <laughs> Trust us. They did put a pretty floppy vest on Adam in this episode to really sell the, like, this is an older man and he's a coach look, I guess. Yeah, he's got a jacket that says coach, yep. which will become important when a supporting character has a jacket that says assistant coach. Uh-huh. I don't think we ever get the name for the assistant coach. <laughs> I mean, but could you imagine if you're in high school and, like, you're, you're like, on the high school soccer team and your coach is someone who just, like, graduated last year with, like, like he has an assistant coach, but he looks like he's, he looks like he's the main coach. And he's like, he's yeah, not mean. even graduated mm. last year. I think this is during summer break. Episodes yeah. Ago. yeah, but this is the this is the Angel High, Angel Grove High soccer team, right? I think so. Yeah, it would yeah, make so. sense because both Carlos and oh my god, I forgot her name. So I, mean, I assume that I assume the summer is already gone through. Like Justin's in school right now, so like yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Then maybe we're on the tail end of the soccer season because I mean I'm gonna show my entire ass here as someone who doesn't understand sports, but soccer's a summer sport, right? Yeah, no, but they're so, in, I mean they're in California. I'm, I'm they, skewed. Yeah, they sorry. Pay. I was gonna say, oh, maybe I'm correct. Soccer is an all year round sport. It's the only sport you cannot escape it. Every <laughs> break, every break of every school elementary middle school high school that i went in mexico (laughs) every lunch break every time there was free time there was soccer if you wanted to be social Mm -hmm. and be with the boys you had to play soccer i I, am not very sports person i i obviously not not a jock Uh, no (laughs) not at all and yet, I have played over a hundred games of soccer in my life. Yeah, I've I've done that too in high school. Although I'll say up here, it's not a year-long sport at all. We spent the winter in the cafeteria playing cards. You just were did you play soccer with long pants? Did I ever tell the story uh, on this podcast of uh, my experiences as a uh, soccer player uh, at a Catholic school in second grade? No, sure. Uh, so you remember, you remember how in Charlie Brown, how the only game his team ever won was the one where he was homesick Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they, it was literally the only one. 
I don't that happened to me. That exact thing happened to me. Oh, no. My team lost every single game except the one where I was homesick. <laughs> and when I realized that, when I realized that I was literally Charlie Brown, mm-hmm. I decided I was done with sports. You just walked home sadly <laughs> with your head tongue down low. and Yeah, some, some wistful piano yeah. music played <laughs> as I walked home. Walked past your dog My- dancing on top of his doghouse. And- yeah, yeah. It's the great pumpkin rapper, Michael. <laughs> A pumpkin rapper. Fuck, I fucked up that joke. <laughs> no, it That's worked. Fine. It worked. It's a great you pumpkin rapper, Michael. Put that in post, Eric, and fix it. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so Carlos walks up to Adam and is like, Adam's like, hey, good job with that. But hey, maybe you should uh, pass the ball to somebody else uh, you- sometime so the other players can get some practice with the ball. This fucking guy. Do you think back. Adam feels a chill in his spine when he shakes Carlos's hand like he knows his time <laughs> is coming at this point? It's like, this guy looks like he's he's got green shirts at home. I'm probably fucked now. <laughs> Do you think that happens with Power Rangers when they meet a person I mean, that wears their same color? They're like, fuck, <laughs> fuck. am I? Even though Carlos spends die, this episode... replaced? Yeah. Carlos spends this episode wearing a red shirt because... Actually, red at first and then purple shirt because they wear a purple one when they actually play the game later because that's his Which soccer Which is actually uniform. consistent. Yeah, it's consistent with yeah, the Angel Grove's colors. colors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the gold and purple. Yeah. Uh, which were also my high school's colors growing up, which makes a lot of this weird for me. Uh, <laughs> this is your life, but, Michael. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just like, just bearing my soul this episode for some fucking reason. Um, but yeah, so uh, Adam's like, hey, why don't you have, is it, is it Benny is the other guy? Barry. 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 He's like, hey, why don't you let Barry touch the ball sometimes? And behind them sitting on a bench <laughs> is Barry and. He's such a nerdlinger, but like he also looks like really like with every nerd on his show, he's really like he looks fit, but like they've gone through such like lengths to make him look like a fucking loser nerd. And <laughs> well, it's they, so they, funny. They told <laughs> they told a grown man to ask like a high school nerd, uh-huh. and so they gave him big old safety goggles uh-huh. and like a a, a, a water. Th- Thing. Oh, he's holding that called? water bottle with his both hands and sucking on that straw with all his energy, and he's wearing like yeah. knee pads and a referee shirt for some reason. I guess it's, yeah, it's, it's one of those like sports. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those sports bottles with the bendy straw yeah. at the top, yep. and like yeah. yeah, and he he really just exaggeratedly like mm, mm, this water. is really mm. quenching. Yeah, uh, and just. And like this, this guy just does this every time he appears. Mm-hmm. Very briefly in the background, it's just like just reinforce, like, "Hey, this this is a nerdlinger." But yep. and so it's it's weird how so the, the fucking lesson of this episode uh-huh. is mm-hmm. that Carlos needs to learn to be a team player. Yeah. Teamwork makes the meme work. Yeah, but like so much of this episode reinforces that there's nothing wrong with what he's doing. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. He never he never experiences really any kind of adversity or failure no. because he doesn't share the ball. We're, there we is the audience one are repeating. <laughs> well, no, the, the the girl tells him it's bad. So yeah, the yeah. girl tells him it's bad, That's but nothing thing. on the field indicates <laughs> it. Uh, uh, we'll get to that scene. Yeah, but there's and no I mean, point where like to Carlos be fair goes too. for. Sorry, didn't mean to cut Sorry. you off. No, I you, I cut you off on my end. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
you go. Scene. Yeah, I, I, so there's no scene where Carlos like takes a shot at the net and misses while like Barry's over there waiting for a pass that he could have done and like that's that that would be the thing that sells that Carlos needs to like trust his teammates and play as a team. But that doesn't really happen. He just like at the end of the episode, well, we'll see what happens, but it's, it's just But also like he's never told like oh you just need to pass the ball to your other teammates generally. Mm-hmm. He's always told specifically you need to share the ball with Barry. And we, the audience, are constantly shown that Barry is a weirdo and a nerd, you know? <laughs> Adam's like, okay, this might be, like, weird soccer jokes, so this is for me and Simone, I guess. Adam's like, we're running uh, four, four, eight, wait, I need to do math, four, and then four, yeah, we're running a four, four, two offense, and we're only running a four, four, two offense. <laughs> I only have two people in the front, and it's you and Barry. <laughs> Okay, that was a, that but, was a uh, little too deep a cut of, of soccer for yeah. me. I'm sorry, so, but yeah. So in that soccer, was a lot there of work. are eleven players. That's ten plus the the goalie, unless yeah. I'm forgetting or making yeah. that up, which is possible. And then the type of defenses is like you have two, three. It's, it's by yeah. you divide them whether you're defenders, uh, your people in the middle who have a name, and the people mm-hmm. in the front who also have a name. Uh, mm-hmm. And then so you, you can do like a three. Three, four, and then a number that goes up to ten because I'm bad at math, uh, or three, four, two, mm-hmm. or two, two, four, yeah, yeah. six. Oh, you think that adds up to math? Yeah, yeah. So basically, he Adam's like, no, we're having four defenders, four whatever their name are in the middle, and two in the front, and that's it. You can only pass it to one player. <laughs> The best audio content is spending about 30 seconds telling a joke uh-huh. and then about another two minutes explaining sure. why it was funny. <laughs> I ne- Listen, I never said I was funny. I never said I was entertaining. And somehow I ended up in this podcast. I think it's your fault. Like, uh, it might be. Uh, I was referring to the a- listeners. They ha- they're not complaining enough. This has been a really sloppy episode so far. I apologize. I, I, I hope Eric can or is at least willing to try to clean any of this up. Um, but uh, but anyway, so Carlos, uh, yeah, he, he's like, but I'm doing a good job. And he has a point. Mm-hmm. He's doing an extremely good job. Uh, you know, actually, uh, speaking of terrible audio, I'm going to... I'm going to fucking explain something I vaguely re- half remember seeing on social media earlier today. Uh, there was this whole uh, to-do uh, where Shaquille O'Neal was telling a story about uh, Michael Jordan and the late Kobe Bryant being told by their coaches that there's no I in team. And both of them functionally just telling the coach, go fuck yourself, I'm a star. And then turning around and proving it. And it's like, there's... It's the reality of sports is that sometimes you get a player that's just so good that they don't actually need to take the rest of the team into consideration. And so far, it sure looks like that's Carlos right now. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that none of you interrupted me, even though you probably should have. No. <laughs> <laughs> you die on the sports hill, Mike. All right. Uh, so anyway, so Carlos... He's doing a good job, but Adam thinks he should be more of a team player. And then we cut to what Ashley's doing, and she's I do like Carlos saying, like, man, I can't believe this guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so the, the cheers that they're doing, I, I don't even think there are any, like, stock standard cheers, because they're not even that good, because it's just like, let's spell the word win, W-I-N, 
Let's do it again. W-I-N. Do, one more time. I want to make sure we had it right the first time. You know, you can also uh, say fight. I was going to say, is there copyright cheers, Mike? You actually owe uh, Him Saban and Chucky Levy money now? Oh, God. <laughs> They'll never take me alive. <laughs> uh, but so we get some banter. Uh, basically just the characters saying to each other, like, okay, come on, we got to keep training. And someone else being like, can we rest? Cheerleading is really hard, and we've been doing it a lot. And what... Okay, I'm going to be honest. I'm not sure who in this scene is Ashley. The Ashley's the cheerleader. She's like the leader of the, the cheer squad. The cheerleader. Yeah. The cheerleader leader. Yeah. Yes. The, the There's probably a word for that, but like, I don't know what it is. Yeah, as much cheerleader. As I love Did you just separate it? <laughs> as much as I think cheerleaders are awesome, I mm-hmm. never did cheer myself because I uh, went to high school the wrong gender. So. <laughs> it's fucked up, but it happens. Mm-hmm. I was a mascot, so I technically was part of my cheer team. I think, Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm an expert. So cheerleader, as a group, they're called a cheerleader. That's with uh, no space. But in, in the leader is called the cheerleader. So are the other girls just cheers? No, they're all cheerleaders. It's like a hive mind of we are legion. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a, a totally spies episode about a uh, hive mind cheerleaders. Of course. God. <laughs> to to actually um, answer Mike's question, Ashley is in the front and the middle. Okay. I mean, we answered. But um, <laughs> so, yeah, her, her friend is like, oh my god, if I knew cheerleading was going to be this hard, I would have joined the army. And it's like, oh, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> um... I- you think but, she's gonna be a problem in the episode, but she isn't. This is there's no reason for this, this scene. That's her <laughs> no. line. We never see her again. Yeah. She died on her way to the <laughs> parking lot. Yeah. She actually got killed by the piranatrons in a minute. It was terrible. Yeah. Very gory. Anytime you, know, you see someone surprised. having a speaking role who never appears yeah. again, it's because they got killed. Uh, so yeah, so the the cheerleaders. So basically, we established Carlos is good at soccer, but he just he doesn't want to be a team player. And Ashley's a cheerleader, and she's a cheerleader. Yeah, uh-huh. and then uh, she's a lesbian. That's the rule of all cheerleaders. That's unfair. She's a queer woman. That's the rule is with all cheerleaders. What? I said she's a lesbian, as is the rule without cheerleaders, and then I stopped myself, and I said, well, maybe she's bi, so I said she's a queer woman. She's queer, because she's a cheerleader. Okay. This is not a joke. We can move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Once again, uh, why am I in so, this show? So, we we pan to behind the cheerleaders, and it's one of those big orange jugs yep. that you get water breaks from at t-ball practice. Yep. And uh, the lid pops off, and out comes uh, the fucking periscope from the uh, from the submarine. And Diva talks is like, hmm, that Carlos is really good at soccer. <laughs> also, it definitely He's looks so good at soccer. <laughs> and then we cut to the, <laughs> the theme song. I'm, I'm not exaggerating by much, yeah. y'all. That's basically the scene. Don't forget that, like. Elgar makes an Ed McMahon reference. Yeah, that's right. He, he makes a, a reference to the fucking publisher's clearinghouse contest. <laughs> that, you know, like all the kids would get in 97. I mean, I understood a giant te- check as a thing yes. as a kid, but that's about yeah. it. I don't know who yeah. Ed McMahon was. Nope. <laughs> like, so it, this is a weird thing that we keep getting all of our like timely references in the show are coming from Elgar. Cause he made the reference to that Alanis mm-hmm. Morissette song uh-huh. too. 
And I think this this I think this ties Wait, into the just... Marset reference. God dang. Yeah, he. he you said Elgar can pierce through the veil. He knows he's a fictional character. Mm. And it's not like Rocky where he just had an inkling. Mm. Elgar fucking knows I mean, it. Another explanation is that he just watches TV. Mm. I've been That's talking boring. to my therapist. I shouldn't say weird. Uh, Terry said I don't truly, truly believe in the podcast. <laughs> it hurts me. Do I'm it, going to my safe space. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, uh, Elgar is Rocky happens. from the future. Fuck. What about Glengar? Fuck, why do you Don't make bring me up this back? shit again? <laughs> God, Glengar would it, be hot, though. Anyways. Uh, so, we, we cut to the, the soccer field, and during more practice, okay, so. This is just this is just a dick move on Carlos's part because Barry is about to kick a shot on a goal. Yeah, this is like the worst thing he does. I mean, also he like steals the ball from Barry in a game, which is probably maybe worse, but yeah. Yeah, but Barry is just like he's lining up a shot. He's getting ready to practice a shot cuz he hasn't had a lot of practice shooting the ball at the goal cuz Carlos has the ball all the time. Uh, and Carlos runs up and straight up kicks the ball through Barry's legs and into the goal, and he's like, huh, see? I'm so fucking good. Yeah, I'm the best. Big dick Carlos, let's go. Hey, Carlos, that's not how training works right now. That everyone's Carlos, everyone's trying to try to see if they could score a goal. Mm-hmm. If you interrupt other people's training, that you're just an asshole. Also, the other important thing in Fire Emblem terms is that Carlos is the character who's super strong who you have at the beginning of the game and he's not letting the other ones get experience to become good because they have good growth but they're weak to start with so they mm-hmm. do need to get some kills in to get some levels up because Carlos <laughs> is gonna die halfway through the game yeah Carlos caps off only like at level 5 so you yeah. can't really rely on him we are, we are explaining shit in the, just the most roundabout way possible and I'm including myself in I that. feel like that's not that's just, that's just talking about Fire Emblem that's not explaining it <laughs> I mean, who doesn't uh, understand the nuances of Fire Emblem? Everyone knows Fire Emblem. Like, right. Yeah. And now but, we get the best scene where Tommy gets owned for like five minutes. Well, not, not, not yet. Not yet. First, we got, we got Carlos on the oh, bench. Yeah. Okay. And he's like, see, guys, aren't I so just unbelievably fucking good at soccer and handsome and my hair is great? And Adam walks up. He's like, no, my hair is better. And I told you to be a teammate. I told you to, to, to share the ball. With the other players. And Carlos is like, come on, guys. I'm extremely good and my hair's super good, too. Isn't that right? And we get a boys, bunch of disgruntled boys, grumbling. You have good hair. Yeah, like, everyone on the team hates this guy. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is everyone else on the team thinks Carlos is a dick. It's definitely a situation where, like, he's only kept on the team because he's just that good. Uh, but, yeah, so, like Emily was saying, now we get to a really great scene. Uh-huh. And it's – so, in the show – the explanation is that Tommy is teaching uh, Tanya and Catherine some martial arts stuff, uh-huh. and they are practicing throwing him. And what's the end result of that is we get so many shots of Jason David Frank just falling flat on his back <laughs> over and over and over again as they have this conversation. Yeah. And it's really great. I also like, though, that like while they're having the conversation – um, when they're literally dunking um, Tommy, they dunk on him by being like, 
like, yeah, we know you need the race. I, we get it. Like they, they pointed out how he's like always at the racetrack in this scene. And I really like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, Oh, things have been going slow lately. And, and Adam's been wrapped up in his, his coaching thing. He's like, and man, tomorrow's the Big Stone Canyon game. I hope he's ready. Uh-huh. And Tommy goes just, oh, uh, right. Actually, I had to go, but I, I need to – I need to." and then Catherine fucking hucks him to the ground and says, yeah, we know that you got to practice for the race. Because you're obsessed and, with cars this year, Tommy. We know. You're always there. Yeah. And the thing is, I think – I think in universe this is just meant to be casual conversation. I don't know if we're supposed to actually I don't know if they're intending it to read as the other characters being bitter about Tommy never being around. Oh, it absolutely But that is that how way. it reads. Yes. Like it really reads as 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 Tanya Catherine just being like, Yeah, we get it. Glorious leader, fucking Red Ranger is never fucking there. Uh so <laughs> not to bring up the only thing I have this week, but yeah, my boyfriend was like, Oh, that's a hembo too. That's a happy hembo because uh Tommy was just smiling and I'm like, No, no, he's a sad boy, babe. He's a sad boy. He's just happy right now. Yeah. Uh speaking of uh happy characters who are sad right now, uh also in the room yep. are Bulk and Skull, who are chimpanzees. Yep. Oh, um, by, by the way, um, Cassie pointed out something really interesting about Balkan Skull the other and I, the other day that I never really thought about. So, um, we know they're Balkan Skull, right? Uh huh. They're they're the pets of of Stone right now, Jer- Jerome Stone. Uh huh. What are their names? <laughs> oh, monkey. Question. Primes, chimps. Monkey and chimp. Jerome has never referred to them as any kind of name. They don't have names as pets. They're just they're just the chimps. Like. That's fucking weird. <laughs> that is weird. Like it would have been even it bearing in mind that he's kind of he could have named them after them, but like be like you remind me of Bulk of the Skull, and like but they don't. You just, just don't have names. <laughs> I believe, like you know, Jerome Stone knew Bulk and Skull as humans. I believe if he had two chimps all of a sudden, he would probably just from force of habit name them Bulk and Skull anyway. But <laughs> he never refers to them by any name. It's fine. That happens. Yeah, that might... It's like the, the protagonist from Fight Club. You never know what his name is. <laughs> Are you saying Vulcan's, Vulcan uh, Skull aren't actually real this whole time? No, no, no. I'm talking about <laughs> Edward Norton, the real guy from Fight Club who has no name. Yeah, no. Or other nameless. Jerome Stone has imagined Vulcan Skull this whole time. <laughs> They're telling him to become a men's rights <laughs> activist. <laughs> God. Um... But anyway, so they they realize, and this is this is the same plot they always have these days. Uh-huh. Like, oh, a soccer game. There's gonna be lots of people there. We need to. This will be our chance to get the the Power Rangers' attention to get turned into humans. We're gonna get their attention, unlike now where we're two chimps in a gym, for, like practicing karate, and no one's looking at us. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I sorry, I was gonna. It was what I was going to get to earlier, and they got sidetracked. But, like, yeah, they're just fucking working out with everybody else. <laughs> they're like, I have what a punching bag. Like, Bulk's holding it, and Skull's, like, pounding into it. It's cute and weird. Cute. <laughs> I hate the chimps. It's it's such a, like, uh, I hate any time they're talking on screen and they're moving their mouths and with the dub over them. I hate how they're clearly just deployed to not have the two actors on the studio all the time. I hate how when this is resolved, they're going to be invisible for the rest of the season. I hate everything about this. It actually hasn't yeah. been as a huge of a problem or bother for me. Like, they haven't been good, but it's been whatever. 
they're they're really forgettable and and like missable. Like yeah. Well, but the one thing about their side plots is that it always starts with them like talking about what they're gonna do, and then um later on in the episode they show up again and we're like oh yeah they exist, and then it's like a two like a minute scene of them doing something stupid and that's it which i guess is always bone milk and skull but we like cared about them when they were humans and we were happy to see them (laughs) yep yeah i'm finding it very hard to give a shit about these apes um but so, so uh before we cut away from this scene uh the rangers have a conversation i feel like they have a lot which is weird considering what the conversation is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's basically them saying, like, man, Divatox hasn't done anything in a while. It's like she's been on vacation. And Tommy just says, yeah, I got a feeling she's planning something big. Usually when a villain doesn't do anything for a while, it means they've got a big plan going. And it's weird that they regularly say that because and, – and this is really more just the nature of it being a TV show because yeah. for us, the viewer, the amount of time between each evil plot is fixed – it's the same regardless. Yeah, it's one day. The show aired daily. Uh, but so we we cut to the sh- the the submarine, and Divatox has fucking had it with her mooks. Like, it's it's actually kind of strange because every villain in the show has had mooks who c- don't do a very good job, but most don't actually bother to like directly yell at their troops. Mm-hmm. You know. Like, Rita and Zed didn't really bother yelling at the putties because I mean, fucking whatever. They're, yeah, they're fucking guess. golems. And and there was no reason to yell at the cogs either because they were just automatons. Mm-hmm. But Divatox is just like, you fucking stupid robofish. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, if you don't get the job done, I'm going to I'm gonna do something bad to you. Just just don't fuck it up. You you attack this soccer team and you wreck the shit out of these kids. Um, and so this is something that's also going to be heavily alluded to as the episode goes on. And never explicitly stated in this episode and near as I can tell never explicitly stated in the show ever from what I can gather but it seems to be that what Divatox saw in the Millennium Message wasn't just the Power Rangers but specifically the Rangers the people who are going to become Rangers soon Uh, because it's worth noting from this dialogue this plan isn't to kill the Power Rangers no it's to kill Carlos this plan is specifically to kill Carlos and Ash because he's upsettingly good at soccer at this point as far as she's concerned I hate how good he is I guess well she kind of loves how good he is like later on like she's pretty into it yeah yeah it's like this kid is so good at soccer i'm gonna hinge my plan around him scoring four goals in <laughs> one game in a in a in a sport that is notoriously about how rare goals are like four goals in one game of soccer doesn't happen that often yeah even even in the uneven world of high school sports yeah. you don't see a lot of goals in soccer <laughs> uh but so, yeah, we, we cut to, uh, I guess this is just more soccer practice. I think it's a different day. I can't, I don't know if it's a, it's either later the same day or a different day, whatever, we're at soccer practice again. And Carlos is shooting the ball at, at the goal and the goalie's about to catch it, but it's intercepted by a fucking Piranatron doing a, some bend it like Beckham shit, yep. just knocking Boom. the ball away. And a bunch of other uh, Piranatrons show up in front of the net. And they're ready to attack Carlos. And then we cut over to an almost finished uh, pyramid of cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I assume this was good. I assume Ashley is about to climb to the top, but a Piranatron manifests at the top, and the cheerleaders are like, "Oh shit!" And they all clear out and scream and run away. 
This was the point that the two people I was watching the show with looked at me like, what the fuck are you watching? What the fuck is <laughs> it? And I was like, yeah, it's great. Don't you it's see it's Power Rangers? Rangers. This is Power Don't Rangers. Don't you see how silly <laughs> this is? I love it. Yep. Mm. I, I like how the Piranatrons yeah. show up and the first two things they do is be better than Carlos at soccer and be better than Ashley at cheerleading. That wasn't actually Ashley. That was the <laughs> girl who complained earlier that oh. was about to get on the top of the pyramid. Okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> it, it, it is genuinely hard to tell the cheerleaders apart because it's SD footage. They're all wearing the same... Yep. Uniforms and they all have their hair tied yeah, back. All yeah, yeah well, I wasn't, wasn't going to correct and... you, but then, but then you questioned Ashley's ability, and I had to like <laughs> step in for her. Ashley's <laughs> <laughs> bad at cheerleading. She looks good, I, I guess, as far as I can tell from the skills of a cheerleader. <laughs> I'm just saying, this Piranatron is a really good cheerleader. <laughs> that's that's true. Uh, yeah. But so we fade out and fade back in because there was a commercial break in there, and. We see crowds running away from the Piranatrons, running into each other like it's mass panic. Uh, we get a shot of Barry being a goofus. Because, again, even though the lesson of the episode is that Carlos needs to learn to share the ball with Barry, we're going to get every opportunity to show that he's incompetent and clumsy. Um, yep. But, yeah, he, he, he is like, ah, and runs away, and Adam has to save him. Mm-hmm. And eventually, basically everyone clears out from the field except for specifically Adam, Carlos, and Ashley. And we get a, a bit of an action scene where we see Johnny and Bosch mm-hmm. uh, fighting the Pronotrons directly with his martial arts. Mm-hmm. And uh, Carlos and Ashley have to be... They're not martial artists, so they have to be a bit more creative. Carlos like swings a bag of soccer balls I mean, at one of them. They still- he still kicks the guy in the chest. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they still do some pretty good kicks and flips and stuff. Like Adam looking at this well, should they're, pretty they're much themselves, like themselves, but it's not like it's not like like proper martial arts like what Adam is doing. No, I yeah, guess like, not. True. Like Ashley, fuck it. Like Ashley kind of has my favorite bit because like a Piranatron goes to hit her and she trolls away mm-hmm. so that the Piranatron like hits a bench and then she just grabs the big old orange water jug and just fucking brings it down on the Piranatron's <laughs> yep. head. Uh, but so yeah, so Adam and 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 them just fight off the Pronatrons, and they're like, "Man, that was fucking weird." And Adam uh, tells them like, "You two better go home." Uh-huh. And and well, one thing that's funny is that they they're like, "What the heck were those things?" And like, so they don't really know what the Pronatrons are, but I mean, obviously, they live in Andrew Grove. They know about Power Rangers mm-hmm. monsters. And then um, Adam's like, you you guys go and rest up for the game tomorrow. And like Cassie was saying, like, if I'd never fucking seen Piranatrons before, and then they attacked me, I would be worried about the game tomorrow. <laughs> I'd be like, um... <laughs> fucking monsters attacked <Yep>. us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, so, uh, Carlos takes this opportunity to offer to walk Ashley home. And she takes him up on it, and we have this conversation of them walking home, and and you know they they flirt a little bit, it's, it's and Ash is like, you know, I can defend myself, and Carlos is like, yeah, but I needed a chance to talk to an you. excuse. Yeah, this yeah. is kind of cute because like he he's not like trying to be a chauvinistic guy. He's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I know, but I just wanted to talk to you, so it's yeah. like it kind of works out. Yeah, it's not gross. It's they they actually yeah. have pretty good chemistry together, which is like when you reminded me earlier that they don't end up together in this space. I'm like, oh, that's interesting because I, you know, I could see it happening from here, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but also, uh, before they walk off, Adam uh, calls uh, Bubsy at the control <laughs> center uh, and is like, "Hey, have everybody meet me at the power chamber 
And Bobsy's like, yo, 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 I got it. Don't worry about it. Forget about it. So on and so forth, whatever the fuck. Uh, and then they they get to the power chamber and all the rangers are sort of ha- they're, they're sort of in a huddle they're having a, a a chat here and adam's like i don't get it it really seemed like they you know i thought they were after me but it really seemed like they were after uh carlos and ashley and justin who is the the brain genius leader of the of the crew mm-hmm. is like but why would divatox attack strangers and not us <laughs> Who because knows? he's a super villain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they're like, yeah, we're just going to have to keep an eye on things and, and be prepared for something to go wrong at the soccer show tomorrow. And then they once again reiterate that Tommy's going to be at his thing instead of at the game because Tommy's never around and he sucks. Yep. Um, and then we cut to the sub and Diva Tox is like, God damn it. My minions fucking suck. I need a big, powerful monster who's going to kick the shit out of the Power okay, Rangers. Okay, this guy. And Porto's like... Agar makes a yeah. pun. We need to, like, acknowledge it, I guess, at this point. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's she's like, I can't believe I keep having to rely on useless fucking fish. And Elgar goes, well, I mean, what do you expect? They, they, they work for scale. Literally. <laughs> Get it? Fish? Scale? I love Elgar. I, I don't hate this yeah. one. Algar, uh, this Eric, is... can you, like, put birds, like, crickets chirping after Michael Jackson? <laughs> no, it's, uh, this... I'm repeating a joke from the show. I know, I'm not saying it's... It's, it's a bad joke, though. It's, it's <laughs> maybe the best Algar joke I've seen so far. I I honestly kind of like it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. um, the fact that he points it out is good. I hate how he sells it when he repeats it and is like, get it, and repeats what no, he said. No, that's what like, makes it good. No, you need to let it hang. Yeah. You need to just say they work for scale and then move on. Like you haven't said anything. That's how. No, but you know, then that trust, I'm. I'm. That's how you. That's how you know he's a bad comedian is that he gives it no time to breathe. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'm just like giving him pointers at this point how to be a better See, comedian, which is Simone, yeah. As the dad here. After Mike said the joke, nobody Simone, laughed. All I'm saying is that you need a very high IQ to understand Elgar's comedy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get me wrong. I'm glad Elgar made the joke. It's a good Elgar moment. I just there was just silence, and I thought it'd be good. <laughs> but um, yeah. So Porto's like, don't worry, uh, Diva Tox. I got a big dick monster for you. And here comes uh, what's his name, Electrovolt. Yep. And this, so it's weird. Like they've had a like weird a tradition of monsters. Hero. He does. He probably mm. was in, no, in he the wasn't. Sentai or something. He wasn't? I, I, okay. I can explain that later, but yeah. Uh, there's a, Okay, so the only thing I want to say about the scene is that this guy, during the American footage, obviously they told him, hey, whenever you raise your arms and put them together, we're going to make like electricity effect. Do that. And he does it at mm-hmm. least 42 times. And then in the Sentai mm-hmm. footage, he never does it <laughs> once. So like, okay. <laughs> of course. Then, the American suit actor was allowed to do one thing, and that was raise his arms and put them together. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this guy looks like a monster flash. Did we mention that? Because that's that's a good way to put it. I, I will. Uh, uh, what I'll say so far is that the Car Ranger episode... Pit stop at the Car Ranger garage. 
revolves around having to break the speed barrier and he shows okay. up. So he's so, a so little bit flashlight. He is a flash <laughs> ripoff. Okay. But on top of that, um, you know, he has these wrenches in his hands that look like pincers and he's all red. So I think he's supposed to be a lobster. It's not a bad I think design. it's supposed to be okay, jumper I'll just, cables? I'll just, I'll just fucking do it now. Let's do the pit stop. Okay. <laughs> No, um, don't sound too excited about it. Well, no, it's just that like I was gonna wait. I was gonna wait till we got to Japanese footage, but you, people keep asking questions about them, so I'm like, okay, I'll please enlighten them. us. Um, yeah. Electrovolt. Okay, so this is a really good episode of Car Ranger. Um, it, it opens out with um, uh, Minoru, the Green Racer, is trying to um, sell this new supplement for car fuel that will make them in his claims a million times better, and he's asking like a million uh, yen for like. Uh, just one of them, and then you, from the from the side, you can hear him say, "Does it really make you a million times better?" He's like, "Oh, of course." And looks over, and there's Zelmoda, who's like Elgar, and he wants to buy the supplement, and it's it's really funny. He, he immediately tries to run away, but then like he gets some, and he's like, he he buys it from the Green Racer. I guess he doesn't know that he's like the Green Racer, um, outside the suit, and pays him in like five yen coins for a million yen. Which is a fun scene. Um, it turns out he's trying to break the speed barrier because there's like a legend that if you break the speed barrier, then you'll get become like super powerful and he'll be able to defeat the car rangers. Um, as he's trying to break it, uh, the Minoru follows him as the Green Racer and uh, the Signal Man shows up, the Blue Centurion, and because he's trying to break the speed barrier, a lightning storm happens, and it turns out both Zelnoda and Minoru are scared of lightning and thunder. So, it's kind of about them both trying to, like, overcome that. Um, and there's a really cute moment where uh, Gynamo, the big bad who is Rygog, and um, Zelnoda, it turns out that, like, the, the, the gang started from just those two guys who slowly build up this huge Bozak gang and they're like best friends. And it's actually a really sweet scene where he's like, I can't just be relying on you all the time. I'm going to break the speed barrier for you because you're afraid of lightning. And he's like, Oh, I'm so happy you would do that for me. But then knocks him out and is like, but this is my mission. And then he goes and breaks the speed barrier. And what happens is this red guy shows up um, from one of, from the lightning and I guess that's like the power up from breaking the speed barrier is just this monster who gives him a new bike and they team up to fight the car ranger. Minoru is like super afraid of lightning though still. So they try to get him to like stop being afraid of lightning by giving him an electric eel, which shocks him and this makes it worse. And then they make him like this, this eel food and then tell him after he's eaten it that it was the electric eel that's that like shocked him earlier because so, that'll somehow make him get over his fear of lightning. Spoilers. Yeah, it, you conquered the thing that, that that shocked you. Yeah, he ate it. And spoilers, it does. It makes him like super powerful and strong and like not afraid of anything. And that's why the Green Ranger is like acting so weird later in the episode is because he's like all pumped up from eating this like electric eel. And it's a really funny scene where like where Zelmoda is like, aren't you afraid of lightning? He's like, ah, but I ate an electric eel now, so I'm powered up. And Zelmoda's like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and then gets like punched in the face. It's so <laughs> funny. It's a really okay. great episode. And yeah, that's kind of the story. All right. Well, so the, the thing um, I was trying to get at earlier is uh, they've been on a really weird kick of when monsters show up here in the American footage, they show the monster destroying the submarine somehow. Uh-huh. 
Because, like, the last guy was eating all the piping and shit. And then this guy is just, he's covered in lightning. Uh-huh. They straight up, like, show, like, they put sparks and little pop cap explosions mm-hmm. all over the set. And, like, the rotoscoped in lightning. Like, this dude is just, every time he moves, he's zapping the walls, zapping the doors, zapping Elgar. It's it's wild for just sort of a visual gag. Uh, also, I also say another electrician's probably not great to have this much electricity in a submarine that's completely submerged in water. Don't worry yeah. about it. It's a magic submarine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Diva talks is like, okay, cool. This dude's really powerful, and it's gonna kill the Rangers. Also, I'm gonna do a detonator because I'm Diva talks. Uh-huh. And Elgar says, hey, can I put the detonator in? And Evatox is like, no, you'll fuck it up. I'm going to have a Paratron do it. But you get to fight alongside Electricity Man here. And Elgar's like, oh, okay, that sounds fun. Uh, and so we cut to the bleachers at the soccer game. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tanya, Catherine, and Justin are sitting in the audience. Yep. And Tommy's not there because he sucks. And... Justin's like, hey, I'm the only one here with brain cells, so I brought our thing that detects detonators with uh-huh. me. <laughs> I didn't know what I that mean, was. Pat just doesn't mention that she also brought it in her purse. She just didn't want Justin to feel like he didn't do a good job. <laughs> uh, so, yes, yeah, so we get some shots of uh, Carlos uh, running onto the field. They're doing that thing where they run onto the field, flanked by the cheerleaders. Uh, and we get a shot where Carlos walks past Ashley and they exchange glances because they're, you know, they're flirting. Uh-huh. And then we zoom in on a hot dog cart. And <laughs> yep. rising from the hot dog water. It's so good. I'm pretty sure when you use water like this, like it's to keep the hot yeah. dogs warm without burning. So the, like the water, you use like yeah. boiling water, right? Yeah, it's um, it's like a, it's like a steam thing that keeps everything warm, yeah. Yeah, so why why is this why is the boiling of the hot dog water not affecting the periscope? Because we're gonna see later that being in ice affects it. But being in boiling uh, water affected, apparently doesn't. But everyone inside the sub is uh, like the heat doesn't bother them. That's mm-hmm. why Elgar okay. survived inside the-, the volcano. His nose burned because of the lava, but just the heat didn't bother him. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, hot dog water is fair. nothing compared to like molten lava, actually, so it's fine. Hot dog water and the Elgar flavored rainbow. I don't remember the rest of the album. <laughs> it's okay. You don't need to. No the one should. Rain, cho- um, the chocolate covered Elgar starfish. Once again, why am I in this show? <laughs> Uh, you're as qualified as any of the rest of us. Uh-huh. Sounds fake. Um, so, uh, we we also cut to uh, the back of the scoreboard, and I thought this I was the know- hot, do- hot dog cart because I didn't really like. They they just showed the hot dog yeah. cart in this, yeah. so I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought as well. Like the Kuleshov effect would make you think yes, this is the back of the hot the, dog that's cart. That's the term I was looking for. Yeah, but it it turns out this is the back of the scoreboard. But also, this is like one of the better hidden bombs they've ever done because yeah. it's actually hidden in a place you wouldn't check. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, the, the little... Pronotron shows up, and yep. this thing's shaped like a spider for some reason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even though uh, it, it doesn't just, have anything to do with the monster or the theme of the episode, and he sticks it like there's a little hatch on the back of the the the, the scoreboard, and there's a hole in it, and he just sticks it into there, so no way anyone would ever find it. So good job, Piranashan, henchman yeah, of the year. I don't know what this hole's for, honestly, but yeah, the, yeah he just, yeah. Shows just the to serve as the thing. It's like an access panel for its like wiring or something. If I had to guess. 
Well, like the inside of it is just dirt. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably actually dirt under there because I don't know. You just like I said before, I'm not an electrician. It's dirt because they needed an inside shot, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but so uh, we we cut to the submarine, and Diva talks is like, "Yes, this is my the- favorite lore moment so far in a series." Is is she goes, yes, Carlos is going to win. And he's like, why do you care? Did you bet on Angel Grove again? <laughs> Turns- again? Divatox is betting on sports? She, she she had money on the, like, ninja tournament. Yeah, she, she well, later on in, in, in the episode, they have, like, a bunch of, like, fan gear for the team. She's a fan <laughs> of the soccer team, legitimately. Which she's, she's trying like, to she's blow like, up. Yeah, I want to destroy Angel Grove, but, I mean, it's still my town. Fuck you, Stone Canyon, <laughs> you're going down. <laughs> she, she started spying on Carlos because she knew from her, like, the future message that Carlos was going to be her nemesis. But also, she earnestly fell in love with the soccer team. Yeah. And was like, yeah, I would have watched them win. <laughs> um, but she says, no, my, I set up the bomb so that it'll go off when Angel Grove scores four goals. And not Which Carlos one. will do because he's super good at soccer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, like that's, that's not me condensing it. And literally, Elgar says, how do you know they'll score four goals? Uh-huh. And she's like, because Carlos is unstoppable. And... <laughs> It's, he he won't know that for every gore he skulls, he brings himself closer to destruction. <laughs> I, 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 I hate to be a backseat evil plotter here, Diva Talks, but have you considered maybe just putting a timer on the bomb, putting it at like five so- minutes and having it blow up no matter what happens there? That might work. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. if, if you're determined to have it go off in an unpredictable time, just set it so that it goes off when anyone scores a goal. Yeah. That'll work. And um, uh, I, I like I didn't notice it when I first watched, but Fabi's right. This guy just keeps fucking shooting mm-hmm. lightning. Uh-huh. This during this whole conversation for no reason. This it's is my one really thing. Funny. I'm gonna keep he doing it. Say clang, clang, clang. He doesn't do anything. He just raises his arms and shoots lightning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't get any dialogue until the yeah. Sentai footage, which uh-huh. is wild. Um, but he says, okay, so now that I've set the bomb, I need you and the monster to go out there and lure the rangers away from the soccer field, because that's all my monsters do, is lure the rangers away from the bomb. <laughs> I, I I have no hope of ever actually beating the rangers in a fight. God. I just have to distract them from my bombs. Uh, and so we cut back to the soccer field, and Carlos is doing all kinds of cool soccer He's shit. He's hot-dogging and he, it. Yeah. Wait, what? Hot dogging? He's like, like showing off. That's an expression. Yeah. Grandstanding. I love how, much, how, how often we're just explaining things this episode. I was trying to like <laughs> yeah. link it back to the hot dog water from earlier by using an apparently seldom heard expression. <laughs> yeah. It. I only know it because of wrestling. I think I learned it from Battlestar Galactica. Moving on. Yeah, so this is happening in kind of a montage. Carlos scores a point, then someone on the other team scores a point. And then Carlos scores a point, and uh, I think I think we get to, I think we get to three goals to two by the time this montage ends. I think, um, and then we cut to Sentai footage, and we're in a rock quarry, a good old fashioned Sentai rock quarry. Looks nothing like the park we were just in. Nope. Uh, although I mean it's fine because like this is this is specifically a different location mm-hmm. this time. Um, but so I guess, so I guess this is explained by what Emily was talking about in the Sentai footage, but in this footage, it's really weird. 
Uh, because Elgar's just like, so, Electricity Man, uh, how are we going to beat these rangers? And Electrovolt is just like, with these motorcycles. And he waves his hand and lightning shoots out and just outspawns two motorcycles, a red one with a plus and a yellow one with a, a minus. Plus a minus. Yeah. It's really great, honestly. Uh, and so, yeah, we, we there's a few quick cuts here. Uh, we get shots between the soccer game and Elgar and the monster and uh, the submarine crew cheering for, yeah, for the soccer game, which is great. They're having a soccer watch party and Rygog is wearing a clown wig and there's foam fingers. Rygog's wearing a rainbow afro wig! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Uh, and fucking Porto's holding a giant cotton candy. Uh-huh. Uh, the the piranatrons have like giant foam fingers and and, and flags and, 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 and ba- yeah flags and pom poms and it's great. I love it. I love it so much. Uh, and yeah, so we get the bit where Carlos scores his third goal. So the score is now three to two. He doesn't just score a goal. He he steals the ball from Barry and then scores mm-hmm. a goal. Uh, two things before I forget. One, we were talking in the Slack before we recorded that Carlos is the second Latinx uh, Ranger we have and that he's being introduced as a soccer player, whether that's racist, stereotypical. I'm going to wave it and be like, yeah, it's maybe sus, but he is the second one. Yeah. If he had been the first one and this is the way he got introduced. That's true. That would be a bigger problem. That's why whenever in representation, we say you have more than one character if you're afraid, yeah. like, That's yeah, true. if you're afraid that you might even get near close to stereotype. If you have multiple characters from that marginalized identity, it's like, oh, yeah, it's not a stereotype. He just fucking plays soccer. Mm-hmm. So is Adam. So is Barry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I, if I could make uh, a, another argument in favor of this being okay. It's like like you mentioned, Adam also played soccer. So yeah. him being a soccer coach and knowing one of the new Rangers through being a player on the team yes. feels natural. Mm-hmm. Even if Adam being on the soccer team before wasn't really a huge plot point or right. anything, but it's been there. No. It's, it's, like, it's not a, like it's not a huge stereotype. And also, you know, there's been Rocky before and he's never been associated with soccer in any way. So like I I, no. I, I didn't think it was like a big deal. I just thought you know they're they're going kind of a little bit for a stereotype, but it's you know uh, so not even close to the worst point. thing they've done. <laughs> so now they do play like an off-run Macarena every time that they're showing the soccer game, though. Oh, they do. I didn't even know. Oh, I didn't they notice. Do. That's fun. Yeah, if if you listen, whenever they're just showing the soccer. It's like vaguely Latina music, mm-hmm. like vaguely, like Macarena's a Spanish song, I know, mm-hmm. but whatever. Um, but uh, Eric, yeah. could you put some of this audio in? Because I genuinely didn't make notice of the music.
just like I had like a fugue dream. I think probably my brain is just tuned to be like, oh, that sounds like La Macarena. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was just kind of like electronica music, but like, I don't know. Yeah. No, it's definitely like instrument. It wasn't really electronica. There was only uh, one piece of music in this episode that jumped out to me as weird, and there's a reason for it, and we'll get to it. Y'all um, know the lyrics to that song? I know, like, hey, Macarena. Give your body joy, Macarena, that your body is... Su cuerpo sale alegría, that your body enjoys being happy and good things. That's give a- your body joy, Macarena. Is it a song about the celebration? Is that what you're getting at? <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. I think it's just them singing about dancing. And then Yeah. And then they added this the verses with the ladies that probably weren't there in the original version of the song. Yeah, I think so. I'm assuming. Um anywho. So yeah, so so Carlos scores his third goal by stealing the ball from Barry. And we get a shot of, of Ashley, uh, him running up to Ashley and be like, hey, wasn't that cool? I've scored three goals in a soccer game. That's pretty ridiculous. And she's like, yeah, no, that is fucking ridiculous, cool. you asshole. No, but I love that he's like, hey, it's pretty great that I've scored three goals. And her response is like, no, it's not pretty great that you scored three goals. <laughs> no, Carlos. <laughs> like, what? I don't think it was cool at all. Like, put 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 the audio in air because the way she says it is it's- like so fucking dead serious. And it's so good. <laughs> hey, Ashley, see that goal? Yeah, I saw it. Pretty cool, huh? No, Carlos. I didn't think it was cool at all. I guess you don't know what teamwork is. Yeah, and I mean, like, he, he was kind of a dick move, but she talks like he committed a war crime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Badly done, Adam. Badly done. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry, Carlos. Soccer. <laughs> there's there's going to be a bit of that when we get the change up. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, so... Uh, Adam, and he's like, speaking wait, of Adam, his... I won't get fucked if I'm not a team player. <laughs> so I guess I gotta yeah. be a team player now. Again, the, the game itself is never on the line because of his being, like, his huge ego. No. Just getting his dick wet it's is on the line. It's just about being an ally. In, in, in the very end, he probably would have, like, gotten, like, creamed because there's, like, a bunch of guys in front of him and Barry's wide open. Like, he probably couldn't have made it through them. And it's good that he passed, but, like... The only reason he changes his mind is because of this girl, and it's like yeah. fuck off, Carlos. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like like bold statement. Power Rangers is not a very well constructed show, mm-hmm. yeah. but if it was being competently written, there would be a scene where, like, you know, Carlos refusing to pass the ball, you know, results in him missing, or better yet, the ball getting stolen by the other team, and they take the lead. And it's like, oh mm-hmm. no, now the situation looks dire. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's got to learn to be a team player so they can make a comeback. And then fucking Barry scores the winning goal, and everybody's happy. Fucking Barry. Anyway, though, Adam gets uh, the, the Power Rangers beeping on his watch there. And it's a whole reason he has an assistant coach, is so he can do this. <laughs> yeah. He just, he said, like, I love that he says, come on, guys, let's see some defense out there. And then it beeps. And then he turns to the assistant coach. He's like, hey, can you cover for me for a bit? Sure. Adam runs off. And then the assistant coach goes, come on, guys, let's see some defense out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we see Adam run to meet the rest of the crew, uh, except Tommy. Uh, they've all gathered just in the bushes somewhere. And they're like, yeah, uh, some bad's happening. Diva talks us up to something. We need to get out there. And Tommy said he'd meet us there uh-huh. because he's never where we are, but we'll all be there at the same yep. time, you know, when we get there. Yep. 
And they morph. Uh, and same as usual. Justin's is as terrifying as ever. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, so we cut to Sentai footage, and we get the Rangers running real fast. Uh, oh, they don't seem that. to be trying to. They don't seem to be trying to do the Power Rangers thing of implying it's like super speed. It's just them running. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get Elgar and Sentai Elgar. God, the Sentai is so fucking scary. Sentai Elgar is so fucking terrifying. Yep. Yeah, like Zelnoda is an a- is a fucking badass in the in the Sentai. Like he's like the cool, like powerful, like general character. <laughs> well, it's not just that. It's like the the puppetry in his face changed. Yep. Yeah, no. He's, he's like, I am the shadow of the true self. Well, that's fucking what I mean though. Is good, like because like in the other version, he's kind of like cool. They made him look really menacing and creepy. And in this version, he's like a joke, so they I guess they changed the mask up a bit. Like, well, they know. softened him up, but also made his face more expressive because part of what adds to the creepiness and it's weird to compliment Power Rangers on the state of its special effects. Although this was a prop they were able to keep from the movie, but like American Elgar's entire face can emote. Sentai mm-hmm. <laughs> Elgar just does mouth flaps. Mm-hmm. None of the rest of his face moves. And it is really unsettling. He's just giant Joker teeth just bobbing mm-hmm. up and down. I, I forgot to mention that the reason the the green racer in the Sentai is afraid of lightning is because he was hit by a lightning bolt as a child while fishing. And the reason <laughs> that Zelmoda's are scared of lightning is because he was running around telling lightning to fuck off and that it wasn't shit. <laughs> and then lightning hit him <laughs> in the belly button. Fuck you, God, that is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so, amazing <laughs> Carnage is probably pretty good it sounds like um, it is but so Elgar puts on a helmet <laughs> which it's really great to see this ridiculous like head of his with a helmet on uh, and Electrovolt him and, and Electrovolt just start doing bike stunts and start doing circles around the rangers and this generates electricity that zaps them and they do a finishing move where both of them like do a sick jump toward each other, and as they mm-hmm. pass each other, like their opposite electrical charges like collide and shoot lightning at the Rangers. And it's really great that these these guys are basically just wailing on the Power Rangers, basically by just driving around doing bike stunts, not even like like attacking them mm-hmm. like directly or driving at them. They're just they're just showing off and lightning is happening. Yep. Yeah. Um and then and then uh, the Blue Centurion shows up, and he's a total goofball as ever. He gets wrecked immediately. Um, and there is... So, listen. I know Blue Centurion is a cop and therefore a bastard. Mm-hmm. We all know this. That's established. Mm-hmm. But one thing I really like about him that none of you talked about last time is for his voice, they have an effect where it always sounds like he's talking through a walkie-talkie. Complete mm-hmm. with the oh, yeah. noises at the beginning and ends of his sentences. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's kind of neat. pretty good. And I think that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so he shows up and the fight doesn't really turn around right away. Now it's just six people getting, you know, their shit wrecked by lightning instead of five. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, yeah, this, it's a pretty fun scene, but... For a lot of it, it really is just, you know, the the good guys get zapped by lightning, and then the monsters run around a bunch. 
Uh, and there's some banter exchanged, but it's not. It, it's pretty generic. There's, it's you know. There's a bit where Adam can't stop spinning, and that's clearly a thing from the Sentai episode. But they kind of yeah, talk around it. Yeah, because it's all like powered up and yeah, stuff. The, yeah, this has nothing to do with this yeah. episode of Power Rangers. But they just go. Adam, I get. Adam says he guesses he's a little charged up and excited, and so I guess he's gonna dance a little bit. So here we go. He's yeah. like, "What? And you guys can't dance?" Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird <laughs> fucking line. <laughs> I was gonna um, say, yeah, people in in my high school were like, in my household were like, what the fuck? Why did he say that? I'm like, I don't know, Power Rangers. <laughs> they just had Listen, to dub something over this. Just have to deal with. Yeah, I love whenever Power Rangers try, has to like try to work around like the weird Sentai stuff. It's really, it's yeah. really funny. <laughs> in, in fairness, if the default dance for Rogadins in FF14 is any indication, green people can't dance. <laughs> um, that's, that joke is just for me and Emily. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Adam, like, so instead, in, so in the original footage, it's the Green Ranger proving that he's basically immune to lightning because he ate, you know, eel and he has gigantic balls. Um, <laughs> but in Power Rangers, it's Adam being like, wait a minute, there should be an opening when the opposite charges of their bikes comes together. Uh-huh. And I could just use that to my advantage and just flex really hard and kick Elgar in the face. And then he does. And when Elgar goes down, he's like, oh, remind me to stop picking fights with soccer coaches, which that's, that's another great line, line for implying some stuff. <laughs> yeah, that is like, what? What, what lower implications this has? Wait, like, we're, learning, wait, we're learning so much about wait, these characters. Wait. Diva Tux does sports betting and Elgar wait. picks fights with soccer coaches. <laughs> wait. Wait. Fabi has an idea. Do you think Rocky got fights with Adam? Does that it help? all make sense? It I don't think they fought each other. They might have sparred, but... No, yeah, they had lovers fought of quarrels. Those count. <laughs> okay. What do we, what do we think Rocky's sense? doing... What do, we, yeah. what do we think Rocky's doing right now? In this, fighting in the Power Rangers. No, 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 no. OG yeah. Rocky, like before, oh, before like the timeline. In this, in this timeline, um, I, as, before... I assume he has not been irrevoc- irrevocably turned into Elgar yet at this point in the timeline. No, they haven't touched each other, so we haven't gotten time copped. Uh, luckily, um, so I, I don't know. Maybe he already got this place into the future for all we know. Well, he can't because he shows up in that uh in the fucking what's it in 25 he's years. He's probably eating. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he does. He's probably eating a big sandwich right now with nobody to stop him, so he's just going to live his best life. It's my <laughs> uh, guess. That sounds like paradise. Yep. Well, I mean like Although he's, he's literally going to burn all that good karate. karma eating so many sandwiches uh-huh. and he's going to get turned into a mutant, so he paid a price eventually. <laughs> he lives in a nice house with 12 dogs all named Buster. <laughs> Buster Uno, Buster Doe, so on, so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, yeah, so we cut back. Prime. To, yeah, Buster Prime. <laughs> Buster Moon. Uh, we cut back to the Buster soccer Ford. field very briefly, just to show that nothing's really happening. Um, and then we cut back to the Sentai footage, and we get Adam just fucking catches uh, <laughs> Electrovolt's bike in the <laughs> yep. air. Just grabs the front axle and is like, fuck you, and throws it all at the ground. <laughs> and then Electrovolt's like, you know what? This bike thing isn't working. I'm going to just absorb the bikes back into my hands and then just turn huge. He does the Wario from Smash Brothers. 
I think the bikes are supposed to be his like magic wand things. Oh, that would make sense. They're the same color, right? Yeah. That yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that. It's not explained in this episode, so we just have to put <laughs> it together, but you know. <laughs> in in the the Sentai Zelmoda remarks that it's really impressive you got big without eating emo yokan. <laughs> yeah, he just he just grows without the torpedoes uh-huh. in the uh in the American footage. Also, uh so all the battle scenes with Electrovolt that we've been hearing, uh has what jumped out at me is like really weird techno music that sounds super out of place in this show and even kind of sounds a little bit like it's from super monkey ball. It turns out that that music would later be used in Beetleborgs metallics. <laughs> so I don't know if this was just music they wrote for Beetleborgs and wound up using in power Rangers first or what, but like, yeah, we just got some weird electronica playing during this whole thing. Uh, and then we get blue centurion being like, your brand of evil will never win. And then the monster's like, Oh yeah. And then zaps the Rangers. Um, which is great because that means Blue Centurion taunted the monster and then immediately bailed to go get his cop car while the other rangers got shot. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he drives up in his giant uh, robo-police car and it, it turns into the robot and he punches the monster a bunch. I mean, this is kind of a fun monster fight, but there's not a whole lot like special to it well, initially I, I mean it was it's kind of like really quick and edited hastily to the point where i thought they cut it up but it's not cut up at all for the power Rangers, it's exactly how it appeared in the original mm-hmm. <laughs> oh wow um yeah i think that's something we've been sort of gradually learning as, as things have gone on us being like man power rangers is really slapdash and and hyperactive i guess it's because of the editing job and yep. then you watch sentai and you're like no no, it's just like this. Like that, yeah. <laughs> it's just like this. Um, a really interesting touch is we get the shot of the uh, Turbo Megazord in the fucking highway dimension for its finishing attack, and it's just using that to run toward the fight. And like while they're while they're in there, they get zapped with the lightning. And, and like, Adam like tries steady. to hastily like tie it into the lesson of teamwork, and it stupid <laughs> yeah well because adam was the one who he, he had the one who was going to have to learn the lesson about teamwork right he's so it's it's thematically appropriate for him to say you know what guys let's use teamwork and then they do to finisher because adam is the one who didn't understand teamwork and had to learn the teamwork was important mm-hmm. right that's uh-huh. how it works uh-huh. yeah. yeah that's what happened in the episode up until this point that we've been talking about yeah of course in, yeah, a, in okay. a sentai he tells everyone to, to, to fucking calm down it's just lightning no big deal <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so they, they do the, the finishing move and it kills the monster real good. Uh, and actually, like, kind of tying into the teamwork thing, it's implied that they're only able to land it because uh, Blue Centurion was holding it down with his handcuff whip thing. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's it's kind of a good finishing move when when the monster dies. Elgar's like, ah, well, shit, Divatox is going to yell at me about this later, y'all. And then he's gone. Um we cut back to the soccer field and I was like, Hey, so what happened? And the assistant coach is like, the game's tied. We need one more goal to win. And the game's almost over. Uh, and then the, the, uh, fucking turbo detector thing in Justin's backpack is going off. And Justin's like, Oh, this must've been going off the whole time. And I just didn't notice. Cause you know, all the sound, everyone was cheering so much. Yeah. Cause it's a soccer game and they're, those are loud. Um, and so they follow it, and they they figure out it's inside the uh, the scoreboard real damn quick. Yeah. Well, like, his his like tracker even shows like an image of a scoreboard on it. 
it's never been this accurate yeah. before, but... And it's like there's no other but, um, object in that direction than the scoreboard. It's just, you know... Yeah. And to uh, to full, to further make Justin the hero... Am I overselling just how much it feels like Justin has made the hero? Am I exaggerating no, too much? No, I, mean, I don't he think he is. Are. This okay, episode isn't really about him, but like it's it's kind of it's more about Adam. It still pivots to be about him briefly is the thing. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so like, so not only is he the one that notices the bomb, they go to the pipe and it's like, oh no, how are we going to get the detonator out of there? And Justin's like, wait a minute, I think I can get in there because my tiny child hand tiny will fit into the pipe. Tiny child hand. Uh, tiny child hand. Snowpiercer 20 if, whatever it was. If this had been Rocky, we would have been screwed because <laughs> none of them would have big the small hands. Thick wrists. Uh, <laughs> but so yeah, so they, they start pulling it out of there and we get the shot of Carlos... Running toward like four defenders on the opposing team running at him. And we see Barry jumping up and down and waving his hands. And it is the most obvious setup for like, you really need to pass the ball, Carlos. Uh huh. And because the kids wouldn't get it otherwise, I guess. We fucking flash, we fucking flat, we like wibble wobble flashback uh-huh. to Adam saying, like, come on, Carlos, do teamwork, please. And he's like, you know what? You're right. I should take advantage of the fact that I'm not the only person on the field. Uh-huh. And he kicks it to Barry. And as Barry starts trying to set up for the shot and steady himself, and he's still being kind of goofy, um, we, we have a bunch of slow motion as we cut between Carlos's face and Barry's feet and Justin defusing the detonator and Divatox getting ready to, to just like, come on, come on, shoot that last goal. Let's get this bomb to go off. And then, the, and, and then just, he gets the score and it blows up in Justin's hands and he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And then everyone in the soccer field dies and it's great. Uh, I was honestly tempted to do a similar no, joke where, where I would say that, and Carlos did not pass the ball and shot the ball and scored and never learned anything. <laughs> and then I forgot to do it. I, I like how the big triumphant moment here is that Carlos learns to do teamwork, which in like practical terms delays the goal long enough for Justin to find and disarm the bomb. It, it's you know like... What, it would have been better? Made... Yeah. Is if, is if Barry didn't score the goal. Yeah. And then the bomb doesn't go off, but like Carlos yeah. is like, "That's okay, Barry. I, I, it, it, winning isn't everything." You but know I, mean, what I mean, then it's like, not. It's not much of a lesson to trust your teammates if your teammate sucks. Just as it, it doesn't matter if you win or lose, so long as everyone acknowledges that I'm the best player here. Uh-huh. <laughs> but no, they have to win the game. So you yeah, know. so yeah, Angel Grove wins the game. Uh, Barry gets carried off on everybody's shoulders because he's the hero. Even though he only scored like one out of the four goals, <laughs> um, and yeah, Diva talks like, like "Oh, the bomb didn't go off." Well, I mean, Ugh. to be fair, the team hates Carlos, so if they have, if they have a chance true. to celebrate someone else, they're going to. <laughs> so we get some shots of the cheerleaders, uh, and we see that Bulk and Skull ha- are—they've got pom poms and uh, little cheerleader outfits. They've got shorts instead of skirts because we don't want any of the kids to think that they're going to cross dress. Mm-hmm. Like we don't want the monkeys to be gay. Even though they literally um, have uh, cross dress before these characters, but yeah. absolutely. And so yeah, so they they have a joke. Apparently, this is a, a Saturday Night Live reference, according to Eric, because mm-hmm. uh, they say we got to do the perfect cheer, and that was a running joke on Saturday Night Live in the mid to late '90s. And this came out in '97, mm-hmm. and I had completely forgotten about that. 
Oh, this isn't working, Skull. They don't understand what we're saying. Ooh, ooh. We need the, the perfect, perfect cheer. cheer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. Bruno is so mad. I know. What does he want? What? We're trying to be nice to him. I know. What does he want from us? I, I know what he wants. The, the perfect, perfect cheer. cheer. Um, but so the perfect cheer apparently involves Bulk doing multiple backflips. Uh huh. And it's that in that rewound footage where they play it three times in a row. It's always great when you yeah, do they that. Yeah, they get. They get the Bulk monkey to do it once, and then they just loop the footage back and forth multiple times. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. It's a bad, obvious special effect, but like... It's a good flip. Yeah, it's it's fine. <laughs> but what's weird is uh, Ranger Wiki lists that as an error. It's not an error. <laughs> no, like, error. When, they, when Bolt does backflips, the footage was merely reversed. <laughs> the editor was like, I didn't mean to repeat this three times. Whoops, my finger slipped on the editing machine. <laughs> Made yeah. <laughs> Even though Skull like remarks on like how he's doing it over and over again. Yeah, a bad special effect isn't an error. It's a bad special effect. <laughs> I mean, if Skull thing. had said, "Well, wait to do that only once, Bulk," I really liked how you didn't repeat that move. That would be an error, maybe. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we we get more shots of Barry being carried off on the team's shoulders, and. Adam runs up and shakes Carlos's hand. He's like, good job. You learned how to do teamwork. That's great. And then Ashley walks up and is like, yeah, you sure did learn how to do teamwork. Ready to get your dick wet? (laughs) (laughs) This is is really... Like, it's hard to interpret this any other way than wanna go fuck now. Well, she says like, she says like, wanna come with me? And he's like, I thought you could take care of yourself. And she's like, I can. I just need some excuse to fuck you. I mean, uh-huh. talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> it actually is a, like, listen, I, this show does, is, does not deserve much credit for its writing, but that's a nice little callback. It is. It's cute. That's a nice little setup and payoff there. You did, you did a basic writing thing. Good job. Good job. Uh, yeah, if, it's, if this was if this was um, uh, a filthier show, when um, Carlos is about to like sco- score the goal or pass, he it just it just shows him like looking at like Ashley in his head and like has shots of her like licking her <laughs> lips like in his fantasy vision or whatever, yeah. like in a bad teen like winking at raunchy him comedy. And stuff. <laughs> but bear- bearing in mind that he's like probably fifteen or sixteen in this show, I'm not sure. Of course, and it's just it cuts to her being like. Come on, Carlos, kick Barry the ball, and I'll let you touch a booby. You know, something like that. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I was uh, having a drink of water there. I fought really hard not to spill. And your big cup labeled like no one's gonna say the word boobies. <laughs> <laughs> My big cup label Carlos will never touch a booby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. So we cut to uh, a cooler full of ice and drinks and stuff, and the periscope pops out, and we see inside the submarine that Divatox, who is looking through it to watch the crowd, is wearing like a big old oh, parka. Huh? That's why she's wearing it. I have no fucking idea why she was wearing that. Because they're in a because cooler. Of the ice? Full of ice, yeah. <gasps> oh my god. Yeah, it's because of the ice. I never even that's thought why, That's why I was that. asking the question about the hot dog water earlier, because the joke goes the opposite way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, no, I just thought when you said you that can't you really dress down from what Divatox is wearing normally is the thing. She wasn't going to be naked in there while they were in the hot dog water. That wasn't going to happen. That's true. Uh, but yeah, so Divatox is like, man, I can't believe y'all fucked it up. And uh, 
and Elgar's like, don't blame me. Like, the fucking Lightning Man did a bad job. And she's like, I will not be defeated so easily. I will never let the Millennium Message come to pass. And, yeah, we just freeze frame, and that's I that, have I about yeah. 31 more plans in me to stop this, and then I'm going to give up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she wins eventually, doesn't she? Oh, yeah, that's right. She Divatox kind of wins at the end of the season. <laughs> Which is yeah, it's not really giving up if you've won. Right. Like, mm-hmm. oh darn, I've succeeded. <laughs> I guess I'll stop trying. It's time to pack up and go home. I guess. No, she wins. Yeah, I did exactly the thing I've been trying to do from the very beginning. Guess I, I failed. I forgot that. That's my bad. <laughs> the most effective power in your spell ever. Yeah, I apparently. Do, I do want to point out that the bloopers in the end are. Um, the actress of Ashley messing up her line repeatedly cu- cut up with like Jason David Frank being thrown to the ground. And I thought that uh-huh. was kind of funny. <laughs> it is. It is funny to see Tommy repeatedly thrown to the ground as the show continues to reinforce mm-hmm. that he's never fucking around when the rest of the team needs him. Uh, but yeah, so that's, that's it for that. Um, before we do questions, anybody got any final thoughts on the episode? Nah, it was fun. Carlos and um, Ashley are fine characters. I'm glad I, that we've met them. Yeah. yeah it, it, I look it was forward to decent, learning more about them. Yeah, it was a decent enough like subplot and the, the Sentai footage is fun. Like like yeah, it was it was a good it was a good episode of Turbo. Alright. Uh, so let's do our Journey to Inquirus? Uh, from Nick Sferatu. Uh, what's the coolest thing you can do with a soccer ball? Um, uh, that I can do, or like the human body, or like we as a society have been able to do with a soccer ball? Uh, whichever one feels more interesting to you. Is it coolest or more impressive? Coolest. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, um, I used to be able to dribble. Not dribble. What that thing? It's called dribbling. I think. Okay. Soccer ball. I can't remember what what it was called in Spanish either. So it's all right. Uh, Kick it so hard you knock another person's head clean off. I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you know what? A bicycle kick is probably the best thing you can do with a soccer ball. Okay, wait. Humanity. The the coolest thing you can do with a soccer ball is produce the movie Shaolin Soccer. Which is a great movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's like a rhetorical you, not not you personally can do with a soccer ball. Because I don't know if I can, I have that much cool. in me. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't do shit with a soccer ball. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I think I already explained definitively that I can't do shit with a soccer ball. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, Solisp asks... Play fetch. What, ca- what character in a game is extremely outside your usual play style, but you really enjoy playing as or with. Uh, we're talking mm. like a fighting game, RPG, whatever. Like some character who's outside your archetype that you really enjoy. Hmm. It's a good question. Two yeah. seconds for this question. Uh, first, I need to think, what games do I play? Uh, so I normally play healers, so I'm trying to think of times I, or tanks. So I'm trying to think if I ever like, play for a dps and a game oh i know i've been playing a lot of uh, monster hunter worlds with my partner gabe 
and I started with the hunting horn because I love playing support classes. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is this is like buffs and heals. Uh, but then I quickly moved into the heavy machine gun. I mean, heavy bow gun because machine gun go brrr, and it's really fun. <laughs> That's cool. Um, I think I think you can even like uh, do a little bit of support with the bow gun, can't you? Or is that just the light one? No, you you can. There's like healing bullets and stuff, so that's yeah. so fun. Thank you for ruining my answer, Emily. I'm sorry. God, <laughs> it's still it's still different. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of like because I like usually when I play games, I like to play like either healers or like fast, speedy characters. So I'm trying to think of like a slow, tanky mm-hmm. character that I actually like to play. Yeah, me too. Um. I mean, I kind of like um, Reinhardt's whole like big hammer thing's kind of fun in Overwatch, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's not like super into it. It's it's it's, it's, it's a really tough question. Yeah. Um, oh, I guess I guess I like playing Barrett in um, FF7R, and I t- he's a big character. Yeah. Like a big tanky character, and I don't typically like playing as those characters. So there you go. I was gonna say like in Dragon Ball Fighters, I like playing Majin Buu in. He's like kind of annoying to play as. He's like not super fast. He doesn't hit that hard. It's like mostly grabs and weird, I don't know, fake outs. But I, I just it's it's just kind of fun to play as him. So I guess that would be my answer. Okay, um, I'm gonna say in Overwatch, I I I usually play like beefy tanky characters or like turret builder characters. Um, but I super love playing Lucio. Like he fucking rules. It's really fun to just zip around and 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 heal people and then blow them away with the the sound gun. Like that's really fun. Um. All right. So, uh, from fresh resh of nowhere, uh, what if Elgar was just finish fishing through the window of the submarine and reeled in squat and or Babu? That'd be great. What would happen? That would, would make a them great back into the- fucking episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would he toss them back to the ocean, or would they become part of the submarine crew? They would not become part of a submarine crew. Elgar would go on his own personal adventure with the two of them, uh-huh. and like try to make it on his own and impress Eva Tox. No, I think it would just be the B-plot of the episode, and they'd be like an infestation of Squall and Babu, and then the episode you just see Elgar trying to like get them out of the, the submarine, and they're like stuck in the pipes... Or they're like hiding inside of, uh, <laughs> of like furniture. Uh, it's like, where, where, where did, did those two monkeys, even though one of them is not, I'm sure they would just say two monkeys, went. I could see it. I could write it. Won't pay me. I want uh, to see uh, a movie that's like a space field trip with uh, Elgar, Louis Kaboom, and Squad and Babu <laughs> are just flying through the cosmos. Coming and of age fucking, story. Fucking nin- <laughs> Ninjor and Oric the Conqueror have to fucking chase them oh, down. Yeah, Oric the Conqueror. Uh, okay, yeah. okay. I'm, this I is not a joke. You sold me on this now. This is not a bit. Do y'all ever just remember Oric the Conqueror live and you're like, existed and you're like, that was, that, that was all right. You, usually only when someone that else was it. was all right. 
Yeah, yeah, same. I, mean, I forget that, like, the moment we start recording, I forget there yep. ever was a character called Eric the Conqueror, but every now and then someone mentions him, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I love he's that like, goofball. He's like the fucking silence in Doctor Who. It's like, as long as you're, as soon as you're not looking at him, you forget he exists. <laughs> <laughs> he's um, a meme. Right. He only lives if, you know, you mention him. Yeah. Uh, Alright, so, uh, from Thomas R. This episode has me thinking about red herrings and character intros that sometimes accidentally completely diverge from the actual plot character we get. Uh, That being said, we still have two more new rangers on the way. What's the best or weirdest way they could be introduced? Uh, TJ is... I was going to say something... Dumb, but I was like, oh wait, no, these are children. So let me, let me not say something dumb. Um, I mean, it would be pretty weird if the Power Rangers were watching Looney Tunes and in the middle of a Roadrunner cartoon, TJ and Cassie were on the TV. I was like, wait, we're stuck in a cartoon, and then they had to get out and become Power Rangers. So that would be weird. TJ is Carlos. <laughs> came off the top of your dome? <laughs> Are you just watching thing. Space Jam? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I guess I thought about Space Jam for a second there. TJ is Carlos SX. There we go. They dated a little Okay, bit. sure. Yeah. Uh, and Cassie is Ashley SX. There we go. From uh, From Fletcher. Which is more important in soccer, the ball or the net? Oh, I'm almost going to go for the ball. Yeah, I... Yeah, there's only one ball, there's two nets, so... No, as someone who played, like, 100, probably around more than that, games of soccer growing up in Mexico, you can can have a game of soccer without nets, without goals. You got two trash cans, or not even that. A lot of the time what we do is, like, that three is your goal. If you... If the ball passes that three, it's a goal. And that, like, office over there, or that wall is the other goal. If it touches the wall, it's a goal. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, but you need a ball. Yeah, that's pretty solid logic. You, you, can't, you can't have a game without you the ball. Can't, you can't have the game without the ball. You need the ball. The ball is It's, it's really hard to keep track if you try to play a game of soccer without a ball. It, yeah. All uh, hail the ball. All hail from, the ball. Uh, from Lizard Wizard... What is and, and is not permitted in the sport of Super Sentai Soccer, hmm. a thing I just made up that would basically be Mega Man Soccer, but with Power Rangers. Oh, okay. man. Do y'all remember not- Mega Man Soccer? That game was amazing. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's like it's the story of the Mega Man, Mega Man games. Mega so Man Soccer is the best Mega thing. Man game. Do not add me. <laughs> I, think, I think Super Sentai Soccer would look less like Mega Man Soccer and more like Mario Strikers Charged. Which is also like a good fucking game. electrified barrier walls, yeah. no holds barred, everybody's fucking slamming into each other, shit's exploding. Am I crazy, or is there some kind of weird game development lineage linking those two games? Probably not, but maybe yes. No. I, uh, no, I, I may be confusing something, because I know that it, it's the, yeah. the Dreamcast soccer people that then made Mario Strikers... There was I, I I don't know. Yeah, they made a Sega Soccer Slam. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, sorry for the tangent. Which weirdly doesn't have any Sega characters in it that I can recall. I think it's just a bunch of like ethnic stereotypes. Great. Yeah. That's really uh, weird. Um, and then and then those people went on to make fucking uh, Luigi's Mansion two and three. Oh, they did okay. that. Wow. Um, 
So, I, I mean, what would what would not be permitted though? Because they use a zord. Touching the ball with their hands would uh, not you, be permitted. Yeah, you cannot touch. Okay, so let's everyone let's take uh, two hours, three hours uh, <laughs> to talk about the rules of soccer. So, like we said before, eleven players to a team. Each play, each team has a goalie, um, and then you have. Uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, not touching get- with the hands. Do they get their f- full individual weapons or just the little blasters? So I think they it get their full be... individual weapons, but you have to have them on your feet. Yeah, <laughs> just like all bayonetas. Unless and... you're goalie. Yeah, then you know, <laughs> goalie gets four guns. Yeah, swords are only for penalty kicks. Yeah. Um. All right, and then last but not least, uh, from from Lexi. Hey, Lexi. Oh, hi, Lexi. Hi, Lexi. Hi, Lexi. Uh, show. I don't know if she's listening miss to this. Uh, we do miss you. Yeah. Uh, I have no questions about Power Rangers Turbo other than why, but I know you'll just take whatever, so here goes. <laughs> um, if you were isekai'd into a world where your yes. entire identity was based on owning a specialty restaurant, like, say, Bob's Burgers, okay. what food would it be? Well, oh. Putin. Mine's easy. Yeah, I would have same. a Putin shop. The, well, not Putin, but like the ethnic people in the in the call know exactly what they would be, and mine would be a Mexican seafood place, like uh, mm-hmm. ma- seafood cocktails. Uh, one of my growing up, my favorite thing to eat was the Vuelve a la Vida uh, cocktail, which is like shrimp and oysters and squid and like a bunch and and um, octopus and a bunch of seafood. With avocado and like uh, ketchup and hot sauce and jalapenos in like a glass flute, and even like a glass flute, but like thicker than a wine flute, and you just eat that with some saltines. It's good. I think me. I think I would run a um, a pizza place with Cassie. Hell yeah! <laughs> if, if I had like my own specialty restaurant, Emily Cassie pizza in a place. pizza place. Yeah, That's I could good. be there too. <laughs> right. um, he he gets to eat all the pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine, honestly, I'd go with an Italian place. Nice. Like I figured, pasta. Yeah. I totally figured yeah. you for pasta. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I mean, like, yeah. Uh, my my favorite place to eat is uh, uh, here in St. Louis. We have an area we call the Hill, and it's a lot of old family Italian restaurants, like just. Like, there's, like, a zone around it where, like, Olive Gardens dare not tread because you don't <laughs> want to get too close to the, like, really legit, like, Italian cooking. When they're there, they're not family. Um, and it's just, it's it's really good. It's it's expensive, unfortunately, but, like, it's worth the occasional, like, trip if you can mm-hmm. afford it. Olive Garden. When you're there, your friends are Song the Hedgehog. <laughs> God. God. Uh, um... <laughs> uh, Hey, Olive Garden, I, I think he doesn't even care anymore, but pay Jeff Stormer for making that LARP for you. Anyway, sorry. What? My own personal beefs with the restaurant Olive Garden. Pay and, people for their oh, work. I mean, <laughs> they didn't ask for it. Jeff just made it, but it's a good it's a good LARP. If you just search when you hear your family LARP, you'll find it on Google. Okay. Um. Yeah, but I think I think that's gonna be it for us. Uh, we didn't technically run long, but we forgot to take a break in the middle. That's my fault. Uh, so 
Simone, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, you can check out my Twitter at the Real Simben, where I mostly post whatever goes through my head and to keep you all updated on my weird games that I play randomly. I finished Eternal Sonata and I'm about to start playing Rayman 3 Hoodlum Havoc. So come follow me so- for some maybe some thoughts on that. Can I say something? Every time yeah. you say your ad, I my brain and maybe we've already had this conversation. My brain replaces it with sin bin. You know, it's like yeah, follow me at this bin where you put all my sin in. <laughs> I have I a sin a bin at home. Ad. The real it's, sin it's, bin. It's, That's your ad. There you go. You have that my, one for free. My sin bin is <laughs> under my desk. I don't talk about it. <laughs> Jesus, please, please never mention your sin bin again. <laughs> you you brought this upon the world. Yeah, Michael. You did this. You don't get to, you, you have to own it. Michael, Fucking how many Frankenstein, times, your creation is, is besieging us. How many times have I brought up something terrible that I'm immediately afraid of? It's like a thing I do. I make bad choices. Uh, we played Final Fantasy for a year together. You should know this. I make bad choices. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also right, get Emily. lost in dungeons. Anyway. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at This Is Emeralds, where I'm, again, yeah, I'm still posting about those RPGs that came out this month. Fun stuff. Uh, one thing that sucked was I lost. All my progress in Trials of Man and have to restart the game oh, again. No. So that's really fun. Eh, it's a fun game. I'll get over it. <laughs> All right. And Fabby. Uh, you can find me at the at Olive Garden. Uh, I was trying to find like a Twitter for Olive Garden, but they might have not have one anymore. You can find me at Fabby underscore Garza on Twitter. Uh, you can find me also and Mike at Eidolon Playtest and the Eidolon Pop Campaign. Uh, we're recording this week our third session of it, so you should you should listen. It's good times. Uh, I'm a bear girl. Mike is not. It's it's very fun. Uh, we we fight monsters. It's cool. Uh, do I do anything else? Do y'all remember if I do? I don't think I did anything else. Okay, Mike, your turn. Okay. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Mike Loves Rabbit. And uh, with Fabby, I am also on uh, Eidolon Playtest. So definitely check that out. Uh, it's right here on Audio Entropy. And there's also a Patreon. Definitely uh, look into that to hear some shit for free early. Not for free, for just early. Um, we specifically want you to give money. Uh, if you want to get a hold of Teenagers with Attitude, the podcast, at Teens with Tude on Twitter. Uh, Teenagers with Attitude is the Facebook group, and teenswithtude at gmail.com is the email. Uh, that'll let you get a hold of Zach, who is the usual host, and hopefully his hand is doing better uh, soon. But yeah, I think that's going to do it for us. So, for Teenagers with Attitude, I've been Mike. I've been Simon. I've been Emily. And I'm Fabby. And may the power protect you always. Or not, honestly. But what did the power? What did you ever do for the power? Like, why would the power protect you always? What can the power take place of? Do you realize the power? That's what I'm trying to talk about. Here.